Section 10 of Collected Poems, 1901-1918, by Walter de la Mare. Read for LibriVox.org by Ellen Preckle. Mercutio. Along an avenue of almond trees came three girls chattering of their sweethearts three, and, lo, Mercutio, with Byronic ease, out of his philosophic eye cast all, a mere flowered twig of thought, whereat three hearts fell still, as when an air dies out, and Venus falters lonely o'er the sea. But when within the further mist of bloom his step and form were hid, the smooth child Anne said, La, and what eyes he had! And Lucy said, How sad a gentleman! And Catherine? I wonder now what mischief he was at. And these three also April hid away, leaving the spring faint with Mercutio. Juliet's Nurse in old-world nursery vacant now of children with posied walls familiar fair demure and facing southward o'er romantic streets sits yet and gossips winters dark away one gloomy vast glossy and wise and sly and at her side a cherried country cousin her tongue claps ever like a ram's sweet bell there's not a name but calls a tale to mind some marrowy patty of farce or melodram. There's not a soldier but hath babes in view. There's not on earth what minds not the midwife. O oh, widowhood that left me still espoused. Beauty she sighs o'er, and she sighs o'er gold. Gold will buy all things, even a sweet husband. Else only heaven is left, and farewell youth. Yet strangely, in that money-haunted head, the sad gemmed crucifix and incense blue, is childhood once again her memory is like an anthill which a twig disturbs but twig still never and to see her face broad with sleek homely beams her babied hands ever like lighting doves and her small eyes blue wells a-twinkle arch and lewd and pious to darken all sudden into stygian gloom and paint disaster with uplifted whites is life's epitome she prates and prates, a water-brook of words or twelve small pebbles, and when she dies, some grey, long summer evening, when the bird shouts of childhood through the dusk, neath night's faint tapers, then her body shall lie stiff with silks of sixty thrifty years. Iago A dark, lean face, a narrow, slanting eye, whose deeps of blackness one pale taper's beam haunts with a fitting madness of desire, a heart whose cinder at the breath of passion glows to a momentary core of heat almost beyond indifference to endure. So parched Iago frets his life away. His scorn works ever in a brain whose wit this world hath fools too many and gross to seek, ever to live incredibly alone, masked, shivering, deadly with a simple moor of idiot gravity and one pale flower whose chill would quench an everlasting peace his soul's unmeasured flame oh paradox might he but learn the trick to wear her heart one fragile hour of heedless innocence and then farewell and the incessant grave oh fool oh villain tis the shuttlecock wit never leaves at rest it is his fate to be a needle in the world of hay where honour is the flattery of the fool sin a tame bauble lies a tiresome jest virtue a silly whitewashed block of wood for words to fell 
ah but the secret lacking the secret of the child the bird the night faded flouted bespattered in days so far hate cannot bitter them nor wrath deny else were this desdemona why woman a harlot is and life a nest fouled by long ages of forked fools and god iago deals not with a tale so dull to have made the world fie on thee artisan end of section ten this recording is in the public domain